Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. Greetings, listeners. You're back where it's at, and I'm here to attack the latest edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm excited to host the show with the flow that keeps you in the know. It's March 27th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, pop singer diva Mariah Carey, pop singer Fergie, and the late three-time Grammy winner jazz singer Sarah Vaughn. It is also the birthday of Arthur Mitchell, who became the first African-American male to become a member of a major ballet company. He also founded the Dance Theater of Harlem. Today on the national calendar is recognized as Weed Appreciation Day. Now I'm talking about weeds that grow in your garden, like dandelions and other less desirable plants. March is also Women's History Month. And today I want to highlight the first African-American First Lady of the United States, Michelle Obama, who influenced our country with style, grace, and dignity. In addition to being our 44th First Lady, Michelle Obama is a Harvard-educated lawyer and a writer. She worked as a Chicago City Administrator and Community Outreach Worker. She has influenced so many of us with her poise and her purpose. When I am in certain situations, I often recall her quote, When they go low, we go high. Our theme this month has been spring into action. You have been encouraged to get moving on something that will move you closer to your goals and your aspirations. Just do something. Don't stand still as life and opportunity passes you by. Activate your dreams with effort and energy. Stop the lack of basical approach and spring forward into action. The happy highlight for today features aspiring astronaut Ronald McCullough, who will graduate at the age of 19 from Clark Atlanta this spring. He has a genius level IQ, which allowed him to finish high school at 15 and start college at 16. He will graduate with honors with a BA in biology before he enrolls in the biological agricultural engineering program at North Carolina A&T. With all of the negative media surrounding young men of color, Ronald gives us a breath of fresh air. Congratulations to this amazing young man. And now it's time to hear our tip of the week from the tip in Not Tripping, Tarika. Hello, this week's tip is parents, let's pay attention to our children. Let's pay more attention to how we send them out. For example, when we have a child that we just kind of throw on anything, I know sometimes we have bad days or you just kind of let the kids have their own personality and they just pick anything out, uh, we're going to have to be more aware of that. We're going to have to stay on top of that. The way that you send your kids to school or the way that you send your kids out in the public, it, it's sad to say, but the way you send them is how people treat them. If you send them raggedy and unkept like nobody's paying them any attention, then that's how, in some cases, they will be treated. If you send them with two different color shoes on or two left shoes on 
or if you send them with sleep in their eyes or slobber around their mouth. Well, to somebody looking, a, a teacher or a bus driver, it looks like nobody has paid any attention to that child that morning. Nobody has even had the time to wipe that child's face. What kind of message is that sending them? What kind of message is that? And so when we do send our kids to school or we do send our kids out, at least wash their face, at least grease them up. And if they're putting on a sweatshirt or a jacket that's too small, that's not their fault unless that's all they have. But if we know that's not all they have or if they have another jacket or another favorite jersey, let's put that on them. Let's put them on stuff that they can fit or that's not worn. We're going to have to pay more attention again to what our kids are looking like when we send them out. It may sound petty, but trust me, it's not. If they can't fit the shirt, put the shirt up out of sight, out of mind. That that won't even be an option because that shirt's not even available. If we know it's too small, it don't even need to be in the room because as a kid, they're just trying to hurry up and put something on. Let's help them to prepare at night to put their clothes out. Let's 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 let them put it on to see if it still fits. So let's go ahead and grease them up real good or show them how to grease up real good. Make sure the lips are greased up and their nose are cleaned out. You know, they're, they look groomed, like somebody has paid them some kind of attention that morning or that day. Again, this is the tip of the week, and I've been talking with T. You're inside talking with T. So it's that time again in the show where we bring on the know-it-all Professor Jay and our lead investigator, most often instigator, P.R. Pam, to cover trending news in review. So the first story trending in the news has gone viral on social media about the missing teens in Washington, D.C., and I cross-referenced several media stories trying to get a handle on what was going on here. So it appears a couple of months ago, the Washington Metropolitan Police Department's new commander, Chanel Dickerson, started a focus on finding the city's missing girls. As a new way of searching for these girls, the department started daily posts on social media. Um, they started sharing the profiles of missing black and Latina girls. And these daily postings actually led to the Congressional Black Caucus to call for a federal investigation. So basically, they're trying to figure out if this is, quote, an anomaly or whether they are indicative of an underlying trend that must be addressed. And this was according to the report on CNN. They also stated that when children of color go missing, there is often the assumption that they are runaways rather than victims of abduction. So, so far, the FBI has declined comment. Now, NBC Washington says, however, that the story circulating stating that 14 girls went missing on one day are false. There's actually no increase in missing girls, but it just seems like it because of the new way that the information is being shared and more people are becoming aware of our missing girls of color. And I also discovered that some of the photos we've seen on social media are of teens that have actually already been found. In fact, out of 708 missing persons that have been reported in 2017, all but 34 have been found. And these are just um, cases that are in general, not just related to the juveniles. But here's the thing. Okay, so there may be no increase 
Maybe the viral story was exaggerated. Maybe the facts were inflated a little bit. But that doesn't dismiss the fact that these girls are missing. In the past week, the police shared 22 missing persons on Twitter. Eleven of them were juvenile. Six have been found, but that still leaves five that haven't been found, and I hadn't heard much about those five. And apparently, actually, several of them are missing um, as runaways. But I don't think it matters because if you're a parent and your child is missing for whatever reason, we deserve equal rights or equal efforts in finding that child, the same efforts that went into finding that missing jersey, which I won't get too much into, but the same media attention that is given to one race should be given to all races. And the police say that the increase in sharing the missing persons is an intentional effort to increase awareness. I'm just hoping it's not too little too late. But there's a valid concern because most of the teens missing, when I looked at the profiles and the posters and what they posted, are children of color. So there also is concern about the lack of media attention towards these missing um, teens. And I just, you know, I don't know how long this has been going on. They say it's been the same for some time and we just didn't know about it. But I think definitely that we can agree we don't hear about it as much in the media as we do some other stories. Right. And I was just about to say, you know, it's mighty interesting that these 14 young women of color have not popped up on, you know, the nationwide Amber Alert, but you let a child of Caucasian descent come missing, and two minutes after that child has been noted as missing, we're all getting Amber Alerts on our phones Mm -hmm. uh, to no end. But, you know, you let a child of color go missing, and no one has made any sort of noise about it. And I think, you know, like you said, this is definitely drawing attention to uh, the fact that our teens are just as likely to come up missing as their white counterparts. So I don't think that that the story necessarily has been overinflated. I think that this is a a valid way to bring to light a, a, a very interesting situation that has kind of gone under the radar for so long. So we're just going to just just see how much further attention this manages to garner and hope and pray that many of these young women and children uh, do indeed make their way back to their home safely. Right, because we all know that if these girls were would have been of another nationality, they would have had, forget Amber Alerts, they would have had Law and Order, CSI, they probably even bought back Miss Cleo to find them, but they don't, they don't seem <laughs> to care. Miss Cleo? Yes, they would have done everything in their power to try to find these girls, but it's like, I mean, until people just started posting about it, you hadn't heard anything about it, and even the, is it the police chief that's a black woman? Yeah, she's the one that actually started posting it trying to bring awareness because she had made a pledge basically like jay said this has kind of been under the radar so she made a pledge to really increase the attention towards these missing girls and teens in the dc area but yeah yeah they said she didn't start doing it until they brought the heat to her she 
hadn't said anything before until it just started getting out there and people started asking questions. So mm. you just wonder, you know, do, I mean, our lives matter, but do they matter to us at times too? I mean, it's just right. crazy. Right. Well, speaking of that, while we're on the story of missing children, and this probably goes to the point, the search continues for Elizabeth Thomas, you know, from Middle Tennessee, who's been missing now for about two weeks. And every time I turn on the TV, it doesn't take long before her name comes up. And I do um, hope they find her. Now, she's, like I said, been missing for about two weeks, and she seems to be on the run with her teacher, Tad Cummins. And evidence says... Well, it says they may have been in a romantic relationship, but I didn't really like them using that term. I don't know. I mean, I feel like when it comes to a 15-year-old child, when it comes to a 15-year-old child and a 50-year-old man, they shouldn't use the term romantic relationship. That kind of made me feel some kind of way. I don't know if they could have said, you know, that she was abducted, coerced, whatever. I just don't think a romantic relationship is appropriate terminology. But yet, here's another teacher, Jay, that's taking advantage of his influence and authority. And they said he'd been looking up on the Internet how to conceal his car, how to, you know, stay off the radar. And they think they may have changed their appearance at this point or whatever. They have a lot of leads, but nothing has come up where they have any really signs of these two. They have really just... Seems like they have fallen off the face of the earth. Right, right. And the story even, uh, of course, managed to make the news down here in Memphis. And one of her friends uh, was interviewed, and they, uh, the news media down here plugged it with the whole line of, well, this is how you can spot Elizabeth Thomas. And her mm-hmm. friend said that, that she's one of those people who likes to show affection with whomever she's with, whoever she's, if I can use this term, booed up with at the time. So the friend was pretty much saying that if, you know, you see her, then more than likely she's going to be very affectionate toward this teacher that she has this relationship, romantic or otherwise, with. Uh, She's always probably going to be seen holding hands, sitting up under him, kissing him, blah, blah, blah. Which, you know, mm, like you said, makes makes me feel some type of way. But, you know, I was thinking about this story even as you were talking about it a couple of seconds ago, and I'm wondering how in the whole wide world did her parents allow this to go on? Um, you know, because I'm thinking here, were her parents a little too trusting of the fact that she was extremely close to this particular teacher or what. And it would seem like to me, as my grandmother would say, seem like to me that if the parents noticed that there was a little too much going on between this girl and her teacher, they would have been able to reel this thing in and say, hey, baby girl, you know, I understand he's your teacher and all. I understand you really, really like her, like him rather, but we have to kind of draw the line here somewhere. So, you know, I, 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 I'm I wondering where the parents fit in the mix of all of this because, you know, I'm thinking realistically she's, what, 15, you said? Mm-hmm. And yeah. most parents, and, and both of you can speak to this more so than I probably can uh, since you both are parents of young people, 
most parents will be a little bit more observant and a little bit more careful of the interactions that their children have with not only their peers but also with adults. Yeah, especially these days. You're right, you're right. And not only addressing the child but addressing the teacher. Right. Because if you see an adult overly affectionate or endearing to your child, you need to push that back. Uh, because there's no reason, there's nothing that they should have in common outside of the classroom and that teacher's instruction or whatever. And so I also seem like I read another story where they said that the teacher had come on her job at some point and she hid from him. That was a sign right there that something was going on. You know, why is the teacher on her job looking for her? It's not study hall. And they so, could have been nipped in the bud when the student a student caught them, you know, kids in the classroom. And the yeah, student went right. to administration, and the administration talked to him and just told him to stay away from her. They only suspended him for three days when they saw him with her again. And then the father, then they never called the parents. The father talked about this in the paper. He said he ended up hiring his own lawyer to make the man stay away from his daughter. But, you know, oh. if any, anybody that has kids know they are slick with it. And they, she, that's why they were sending out them, you know, those messages on social network. They were talking to each other, but they wasn't putting names in subliminal messages. But they were to each other because so the daddy had hired a lawyer for him to stay away from her. But why okay, wasn't school, so. and, that, and that goes to show how different they treat, you know, different situations. Because why you wouldn't fire him and press charges when mm-hmm. he kissed the student. He admit they right. admitted to it. Right. And again, you know, I question the school district administration too because even down here in Memphis if you're there have been incidents where educators have been suspected of inappropriate conduct with students and immediately relieved of duty. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. You know, without even the the benefit of a full investigation, the allegations can be so severe to where they can say, oh, Mr. or Miss Jones, whatever, we got wind that you were having an uh, inappropriate relationship with uh, your one of your students, and so your services are no longer needed. So, right, with, with no evidence. No evidence. But they had evidence on him, and they still told him, just stay away from her, okay? We're going to let this slide. You just stay away from her. Then they caught him again together in the classroom, and they suspended him. Why would you suspend him for three days and then still let him come back? I'm not understanding. What school district was this? Milton said, I think in the Nashville area. And, again, let's let's reemphasize 15-year-old and a 50-year-old. Right. And you're right. He should have been dismissed. And the father was hiring an attorney. He should have been hiring one for himself to get himself out of jail because he probably should have went up there and went upside that man's head messing with his daughter. He should have done. And he was trying to do the right thing. Right. Right. Well, locally in Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, we hot in the news in Tennessee, uh, we're still suffering from violence in our city. As another shooting took place this past Saturday, four people were shot in the Lonsdale community. 
which is the same community that's actually still healing from the shooting of Xavion Dobson and his 12-year-old cousin, Jawan Latham. One of the victims was a 15-year-old boy who was just sitting inside his apartment, and he was shot, and I did hear that he's expected to be okay. So I, like many, you know, wish we could stop the violence in our communities, but it's been going on for decades. I'm not sure the answer. I I know it's going to take uh, some dialogue. It's going to take some extreme measures probably to start curbing this activity. But that being said, I happen to read through some of the comments shared along with the story. And see, normally I don't do that. But I did start scrolling through, and I was alarmed. Although maybe I shouldn't have been, I still was, at the heartless and insensitive things people had to say. And one guy was saying, uh, well, we'll just name a bridge after him, and that'll make everything better. So I'm assuming he's referencing the bridge that was, mm mm-hmm. How many bridges y'all got in Knoxville? Well, I don't know, but they recently named one after Xavion Dobson, so I'm assuming that he's referencing that. Because last time I was up there, I don't think there are very many bridges that can be that are left to be named. But anywho, carry on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They are so ignorant on those sites. I just try try to stay off because it there's some heartless people. And you think I probably work have worked with some of these people. This might be some doctors. It might be some people in hospitals. It's ridiculous. Or teachers. Teachers. You know, people smiling in your face and you know, hiding behind whatever alias they use to make these comments. But, again, regardless, um, if we know who they are, we know they exist. And it's just a shame to see that many people have so many heartless things to say and are insensitive to the fact that a community is hurting, you know, a family is hurting. And if we knew how to solve the problem, best believe we would. You know, it's not anything that we're taking lightly, but I'm going to try to go back to not scrolling through the comments and just sticking to the news story so that we can report the facts as they are. Um, I've got another story I want to share quickly about an 18-year-old white girl named Brianna Talbot. I don't know if y'all saw this story, but this nut ran into a church in Texas. She was bloody, battered, saying she'd been kidnapped and raped by these three masked black men. Mm -hmm. So this caused, like, racial tensions across the community on social media, back and forth. And come to find out, this witch lied. You know, I want to say something else, but, you know, I'll keep it clean as best I can. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I didn't want y'all to have to go through the series of beats. Yeah, exactly. And uh, as the investigation unfolded, they found out that her wounds were self-inflicted. And I was thinking, what was the point? What is wrong with this child? And the police department is filing a criminal case against her for a false report. And I actually saw what she's been arrested, and she's currently in jail. And I said, that's what she gets. I don't even see the point. Like, why do that? Go through the trouble of beating yourself up, running into a church talking about three black men raped you. All I can think about was See, that's what years. happened. And that's what, you know, what I thought of was Emmett Till. I was you know. about to say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's all I have. Does anybody else have anything to share to clear your hearts and minds before we end our segment today? 
Yes, I thought we were going to go one show without talking about number 45, the Cheeto in charge. But yeah. if anybody <laughs> has Twitter, <laughs> this fool is hilarious. I only follow him because he's just, it, it does not even seem that it's the president. What I, did I say that? Well, he's hilarious. Yeah. He tweeted <laughs> last night. Or either or this morning. He just doesn't get sneak and goes right on there after they say something on Saturday Night Live or somebody says something. He tweeted, well, I'm the president and you're not. And all I could think about was some little kid sticking out their tongue and saying, na 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 boo boo. He's just, he's That's so what ignorant. it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> <laughs> Man, it is childish. And you're right, Pam. You know, I think a lot of people following him on Twitter just to get some entertainment and laughter and just pitch themselves to say, but we really have this shell of a mind sitting in the White House trying to run the country. I hope he's not there much longer. I hope something happens. But then I don't know if I want Pence either. Right. Well, let's talk about Pence because, you know, he was supposed to be down here for the, what is it, NCAA, March Madness, whatever the heck basketball kind of crap they got going on down here. I'm not a sports fanatic, so, you know, I don't know the intricacies don't, of it. Don't make it mad. Don't make Pam don't, mad. Don't make Pam don't mad. Don't, mad don't, don't make me what? cry. I know nothing about that. I don't give two flying things, but I was just going to say, you know, if the word on the street was that Mike Pence was supposed to be down here because he's supposed to be here for somebody's basketball game. I don't know which one, but uh, the police department down here in Memphis was in the process of beefing up security. They were in the process of working with the Secret Service to make sure that Vice President Pence, or, you know, since we don't have a name for him just yet, was going to be safe should he decide to come to the city. And lo and behold, he did not make his way to the great city of Memphis, whereof we rejoiced and were glad because, yeah, anybody connected <laughs> is a great and mighty <laughs> Cheeto. We don't need you down here. Yeah, you said that like a line from the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and you know what? And you know what? That's probably a good analogy because we all remember, if we remember the story of the Wizard of Oz or the Wiz, whichever version, that when it came down to it, he was a fake. Yes, a fake. Didn't mm-hmm. have any power. Mm. We'll have to uh, expound on that next time. So I guess that's it for this bit, and I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. So, you know, we discuss many topics on Talking With T. And if you would like to join in our conversations or share your thoughts and opinions, call 865-409-1170. Again, our talk line is 865-409-1170. We would love to hear from you. We still want to celebrate T's top teens and hometown heroes. So if you would like to make a nomination, visit www.talkingwitht.com. We also want to continue to spotlight our local or rising artists. Well, once again, we've come to the end. 
But stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember, you can listen to Talking With T anytime on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Google Music. New shows will continue to drop each Monday. In the meantime and in between time, be sure to subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Don't ever make decisions based on fear. Make decisions based on hope and possibility. Make decisions based on what should happen, not what shouldn't. Michelle Obama. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.